Hi guys, this is Larissa. And this is Samara. And you're listening to Absolutely, Absolutely Clueless. An honest but clueless guide to life in the form of a podcast. We'll be talking about all sorts of topics, from careers to relationships to situationships and more. Ultimately, we're just here to show you that none of us really know what we're doing. So just remember to take our advice with a pinch of salt. And with that being said, don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore absolutely clueless. And let's get started. Hi guys, welcome to episode 8 of Absolutely Clueless. Today we're going to be talking all about red flags. We're going to give you some of our favourite red flags. Favourite? <laughs> but it's just like the ones that, you know, we feel very strongly about. <laughs> favourite ones. The ones we look for the most. Yes. So, and that's why we keep getting our heartbroken. Although, you know, Matty's doing quite well yeah, so far. Yeah, four years. Yeah. Three years, you're yeah. going strong. Going very strong. Me on the other hand. Yeah. Well, you know. Anyway, <laughs> maybe we will talk about that. Even though we have talked about that every episode. <laughs> and probably will again today. <laughs> um yeah, so we've made a list of four each, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um is it four or three? Actually we made quite a few, but we're gonna choose like at least three. To yeah. Focus on each. Yeah. Um and basically this is a uh word to the wise. Mm-hmm. Please, please, please. If you see any of this in your partners, run for the hills. Seriously, yeah. Because we've been there. Mm-hmm. And we should have got out earlier, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. And anyway, here we are. <laughs> okay, so do you want to do your first one? Or okay, I do mine? sure. What is my first one? Yeah, let me give you the book. Thank you. So, <laughs> my first one was if they're weird about you meeting their friends. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a little anecdote for this. Oh, yeah. So my ex, I feel like because he was quite, like, um, shy, um, I don't know if it came from that angle, if it was, like, he was embarrassed because he'd never had a partner or a girlfriend and wasn't, like, or anyone that he was, like, involved with long-term. Um, yeah, I don't know which angle it kind of came from. But he would get really awkward with me when he would see his friend, like, me out when he was out with his friends. I mean, not so much that, but when we would go back to his sometimes, because it was uni, um, and he, like, lived with his friends, it was an afters, um, he would be like, okay, let's just go to my room. And they'd be like, no, guys, come up. And they would invite me up. And he'd be like, I don't really want to go up. Yeah, it's a bit awkward. Like, why doesn't, why wouldn't they, he want you to socialise with the friends? Yeah. Is like, is there a reason to be ashamed or to be mm. secretive? Are you hiding something? Yeah, yeah. what's that about? Um, um, it's not nice. Yeah. And I think because of my experience now with my current boyfriend being completely opposite, I am I would consider myself friends with a lot of his friends. I love organising things where we all like get together and go out together. Um, and it's a completely different experience to what I had with my ex. So it actually is really important to me. I didn't realise how important, important it was for friendship groups to be able to combine and and get along yeah I think it's a really good sign that you're a match for your partner if you Mm. get really get along well with his friends Mm -hmm. and they get along well with yours as well yeah yeah definitely Um, I mean I think it shows that um you guys have similar it it kind of encapsulates like further encapsulates that you guys have similar values similar interests similar beliefs because you're attracting people that are also similar to yourself, you know? If your friends get along with each other as well, like mm-hmm. you guys, my friends get along very well with Matty's yeah. friends. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, it is such, it's so fun. It's a good and time. I, we went go-karting with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've come to our house for the house party. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just the dream. Like, if your partner's making you feel like you're a secret, mm. especially with his friends, because that's like their sort of, sanctuary those people yeah. are, are his or her sanctuary like they know him really really well yeah like they know him probably more than anyone yeah so why don't they want why doesn't he want he or she want you to know them some guy some people have like silly friends though that are gonna like expose all the details of their past yeah. life to their like whoever they're dating so maybe they just want to hide it then you've got the wrong friends, make some new ones. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was my first one. Didn't yeah. say yours. Okay, so mine is without a surprise. Um, if they follow Andrew Tate on social media, if they follow Andrew Tate, um, the Fresh and Fit, po- Fit podcast, 
any alpha male pages, alpha advice, any red pill pages. <laughs> the, the list goes on. I just... <laughs> yeah, really, I can't. <laughs> Stress is enough. Like, yeah. Stay away from them. Your life is going to be difficult. Um, very insecure masculine men. Like, very toxic masculine men. Um, you don't want them in your life. Trust me. Trust me. It's not worth it. No, you don't want to... <laughs> No, because if you're arguing, like, you know, if you're in a relationship, you're probably going to disagree on some things. You know, you're two different people, you're individuals, you have your own thought processes, and they might clash sometimes, and that's fine. But you should not be arguing about um, core beliefs and values constantly, especially when it comes to you as a person. And Mm -hmm. that includes your gender and your sex. Like, yeah, definitely. If they have a certain belief not just on their position in life and the relationship based on their gender but your position in life based on your gender yeah that is what could break you well it will it's gonna break you it will if, if it's not the same <laughs> yeah if someone is telling you to that their view of their future and their perfect girlfriend or wife is um stay-at-home mom someone that cooks and cleans super domestic yeah and you want to like go out there and be super corporate and like build a career in the corporate world and you want to be an independent woman make your own money you don't want to be relying on a man for that but Mm -hmm. in his idea of things he should be the breadwinner and you should be the one that take care takes care of the house Mm -hmm. then you're just going to clash so much in terms of that, like the way you both view the world. So, yeah. yeah. I think as well with your situation, I remember you guys had, um, um, with Larissa's ex. (laughs) Shout out to my ex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember you guys came to a sort of temporary agreement Mm. um, to just not discuss certain things because obviously there wasn't, you guys just knew that you weren't ever going to agree. So you thought, okay, let's be mature. Let's just not talk about it. And I remember you telling me that and I was like, surely that's going to come up again. Yeah, and it did every single time because like feminism is like an integral part of my life Mm -hmm. uh, and my core values. And if someone isn't respecting that, then I just, I can't just like take it or Mm -hmm. like eventually it's going to come out and I'm going to fight back against it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think with... um adult relationships you you are with someone um you don't just get with someone just to see how it goes you're with someone because you want it to last um so if you see a future with someone um and you keep clashing on what the vision for the future is yeah it's not gonna work it's just not otherwise you're gonna have a very miserable future and someone's gonna have to end up compromising and when i say compromising i mean just like throwing their future (laughs) down the toilet yeah exactly (laughs) just like letting them change your life and then you have to deal with it yeah i also want to add jordan peterson to the list um um he's kind of like the red pill page they love quoting some of his stuff he's a psychologist um and he talks a lot about traditional values in a way and he talks about like the modern male and the modern female but anyway i think he just contributes to this narrative um that the red pill tries to push exactly and I don't think it's healthy for the people who are consuming all that content Mm. um because it's not just his content on its own it's like usually him and then a mixture of also what Andrew Tate says Mm -hmm. what the fresh and fit fresh and fit podcasts say as well so um, yeah to me the big red flag I will be checking the follow list of any guy that I date from now on. And it won't be looking for girls. No. And it'll be looking for meme pages. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> certain influencers. Yeah, if they follow, like, an Instagram thought, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> but if I see even so much as a fan page for Andrew Tate, I'm blocking. <laughs> I love that. That is the important thing, though. You, you know, you want to focus on um, things that are going to... People that are going to bring you up yeah. and support your beliefs um all of the things that are going to make you into a strong person independent person yeah um yeah i completely agree with you yeah do you want to do your next one yeah my second one was when they're comfortable to say something that could cause conflict too quickly when meeting your friends so what i mean by that i actually have a really good story for this (laughs) um when you first meet uh when the friends first meet your boyfriend or girlfriend and they're sort of okay with putting their foot in it 
and mm. when it doesn't just, just saying there. weird things or saying rude things yeah or aggressive things yeah and it's know? just not making a good first impression like yeah i think it's such a green flag when um whoever you're dating tries really hard to be nice to your friends mm. uh, and to try and leave a really good impression on them mm. but if they don't then that's just a clear disregard for them yeah just so disrespectful and you don't want to be with someone like that no um it's like when my mum first met my current boyfriend she said you know he seemed nervous and that's a good thing Mm because that means that he cares and you don't want someone who's sort of going to walk in a little bit cocky maybe because I feel like if someone's going to start conflict they're obviously very like self-assured in what they're going to say if you're um, willing to start conflict with a stranger um, with a stranger number one and also a stranger who your partner has considered a close friend and that, that person's important to them yeah. and you don't mind causing a rift um, and maybe making things awkward or uncomfortable for your partner. Yeah, definitely. Well, some people love to get in between their partner and their friends. Mm. So they don't want their partner to actually have friends. Mm. So they do little things to like dig at that friendship or to cause distrust or Mm. to say, oh, you know, your friend doesn't like me. Why do you keep hanging out with her? You're in a relationship with me. So why are you still hanging out with that friend? Yeah, I mean, they can link to the core values thing. Like if you're, um, for example, like Larissa said, if um, you're compromising or sort of throwing away your beliefs to um encourage and support your partner's beliefs that you don't really internally agree with yeah um then naturally you know your friends might share similar beliefs to you and he or she might have a problem with your friends that have the beliefs that you share um, and then start nitpicking against them like oh she's really um she dresses really sexually doesn't she like she wears really yeah, short skirts yeah or, um, oh, she's very loud. She's yeah. very, she has so a lot of drama. Yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden, you know, not only are you having to dampen your own shine um, based on the things that you um, held close to your personality and your beliefs, but you feel almost like you either have to tell your friends off for being who they are, or you're just gonna have to find new friends that are appropriate for your partner. Yeah. And you should never, ever feel like you have to compromise um, the things that, um, make you happy, make you you are. It's and it, it never it shouldn't be a a part of getting into a relationship. No, no, such bullshit. And if that's a demand, then the relationship is just wrong. You need yeah, to yeah. leave it, leave that relationship. Yeah. And who is someone who um is coming into your circle, meeting your friends to judge who is right for you? In it, because like me and Tamara, we've been friends for like almost 15 years or something but i know we're so old i don't think it's 15 is it i don't know but like 13 14 years but imagine someone coming into my life now and then i've only known them three four months or whatever and they start saying start chatting shit about tomorrow yeah no yeah (laughs) yeah i mean like oh i don't know she's right for you i feel that's a toxic friend for you yeah like what do you know what do you actually (laughs) know and what makes you think that i'm gonna have more loyalty to you than my oh, friend. this is not funny. This is not funny because you thought you thought you could fuck this up. That's cute. Yeah, you tried. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, no. Because I feel like again, your ex tried. Did no, try he did. That's what I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> and he was like, um, yeah. If you, if you, um, you don't need to tell your friends about our relationship. I'm sorry. Yeah. If she's upset, oh my God. she should call me. She should call me. Yeah. Her mum and. Anyone that she wants, that she, you want, feel like you need to confide in. Exactly, Otherwise I know. Otherwise you feel trapped, which well, is what you want to do. Really, yeah, isn't it? that is like another red flag. Like if your partner keeps telling you to like keep things between the two of you mm. and not include other people. Like, of course it can, there's some times you shouldn't mention some things to your friends, mm-hmm. but like overall you can definitely go and speak to your friends, your family, yeah. whoever you want to about the relationship, about yeah. the problems there. Like, so um, I feel like if they want to, um isolate you from your friends in that way it's because they don't want your friends to call out their behavior Mm, mm, they don't want um someone to sweep in and be your hero they want to be your hero yeah um they don't want anyone correcting their behavior they want to feed to you that their behavior is right and your behavior is wrong actually yeah yeah yeah. so it's all part of the manipulation yeah yeah this is it's a plan it is even if they don't think it's a plan it's just 
the way that human behavior works. People repeat, like they have patterns in the way that they act and behave. This is why narcissists might not, like, for example, narcissists yeah. um, might not have a grand plan, like a grand evil plan on yeah. how they're going to manipulate um, and gaslight you. But people follow patterns. Their brains yeah. will automatically follow the same pattern as any other narcissist out there. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> They'll just do it subconsciously. Yeah. So, yeah. Watch out for them. Yeah. And if you're feeling like this sounds familiar. Yeah. You know what to do. We talked about narcissists in our last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go listen to that if you haven't already. <laughs> no, please. Please. <laughs> please. Uh, right, um, should I do my next one? Wait, am I on my... Oh, uh, yeah. Because you did one, yeah. you? Yeah. Um, oh, this is a good one. When they call their ex crazy or psycho, or they just constantly talk shit about their ex. Yeah. As if their ex was the one that did everything wrong in their relationship. And they have nothing to be held accountable for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, um, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it, it's it's the way in which someone talks about their ex. Because I obviously, most people don't talk about their ex fondly. Um, As we have seen here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, we're not sat here going, he was crazy. He's crazy. He's insane mm-hmm. like psycho no one touch him and everyone and then someone goes why and we're like just crazy yeah that's the thing like if you can't justify it if you yeah. can't think of a specific example to explain to whoever you're trying to explain to that your ex is crazy then you know that's very questionable mm-hmm, exactly it just sounds like you're just trying to vilify someone yeah not to say that we're just on the ex-girlfriend side because you know girls sit together because mm. why would i have any loyalty to the ex-girlfriend of my now partner yeah um, but unless there's situations um that exhibit a reason that justify like what they're saying mm-hmm. um then it just kind of sounds like either their perception of things was completely twisted and wrong yeah um or they're just trying to vilify this person so if you ever come across this girl um that you hate her as yeah well. yeah um yeah and just trying to get you on side exactly yeah. yeah but all along they might have been the one that was like that that treated their ex badly yeah. but they want to be the victim and they want you to think that they're the victim so that mm-hmm. you will feel sorry for them mm-hmm. and that you won't be um, deterred from being in a relationship with them. Yeah, because mm. I know um, from experience, so obviously with your ex and then one of our friend's exes, um, he always called his ex crazy. And I remember thinking to myself, like, because I watched his behavior with my friend, um, and I was just like, you know, he doesn't behave the best. He doesn't um, act in the best way. And I've seen this with guys that I've dated as well who called their exes crazy. And then the way they acted with me, I was like, I wonder if they're going to tell the future girlfriend that they have that I'm crazy. Just because I disagree with their behavior and I'm calling them out on it. Like, perception is really important. I know, that's exactly what I think about. Like, I think about it quite a lot, actually, about, like, how my ex now is going around portraying our relationship Mm. to other people. Is he describing me as the the bad girlfriend that left him and broke his heart or... Um, that I was a controlling one because he did call me controlling at one point because he was twisting it. <laughs> Let's talk about that situation. Should we actually, okay, yeah. should I explain the story? So yeah. I had broken up with my ex and told him that he was controlling. Um, anyway, he turned up at my dentist appointment. <laughs> and then Romantic gesture. Yeah. So I briefly did get back to I was weak. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you love, like, you, you're in love. It's... Like yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's, it's it's a trial and error breaking up with someone that you know is bad for you as well, but mm-hmm. you like feel really strong for them, so mm-hmm. strongly for them. You just have to keep trying until you're successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, then he told me something which really hurt my feelings. He said that he went on a date with another girl in like the two days that we were broken up. Um, and so I like cried because naturally I was upset I was upset and also like I had just made this decision to like kind of get back with him again but it was I made the decision with like details omitted like if I had known that he went on that date with another girl maybe I wouldn't have decided to try again so I was just like upset about that and then so I cried and then he said to me like 
Larissa, you think that you're con- you think I'm controlling. You're the one that's being controlling right now. And I was like, what? Why? Like, how am I the controlling one? He was like, you just are. <laughs> like, and he didn't like exactly explain why, but he was just like, oh, I'm not gonna explain it. Like, you you are. And like because I was the one that was crying. As he was trying to say, as if like me being emotional and me crying was a way of me like manipulating him mm. um, and trying to control what he does in his life. But it was just it's like, if you do bad things, people, it's gonna hurt someone. Mm. If you do someone, if you do someone wrong, their reaction isn't exactly gonna be a hug and a kiss, is it? Mm-hmm. So take accountability. It all boils down to accountability there. Um, he didn't like um, being the villain in his head yeah. that he wasn't the villain so it didn't make sense. But he had to crying. make himself the victim. Yeah. And also he didn't take any accountability for the behavior, the controlling behaviours that he exhibited because like the way he was controlling it literally was controlling. He told me I can't have guy friends. He told mm. me I can't dress a certain way. Can't move to Manchester. Can't have the back job that I Manchester. want. Can't move back to Manchester. Can't go on holiday with my mum. <laughs> you know, all these things that I couldn't do. And then I cried because he literally lied to me. Um, and then all of a sudden, I'm the controlling one. So, yeah, it just got so twisted. <laughs> Gosh. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, on like back to the point, really. Like, it put things into perspective for me as well because he always called his ex controlling. And he said that his ex mm. would cry all the time and like it wasn't genuine tears and like he was it was just crocodile tears um to control him and then when he called me controlling in that moment it put things into perspective where I was like oh shit your ex actually isn't the bad one mm. maybe you're you are now seeing me the same way that you saw He's your ex yeah so um, yeah and, and it's a case of perception again mm-hmm. yeah 100% I mean, yeah, this I've seen this a lot. Like, um, I know so many people, um, including myself, who um have heard from their in my in my experience, their boyfriends or their ex boyfriends calling their exes crazy and then all of a sudden because you're exhibiting emotion or you're even angry, you're upset because of a justified situation, um, then they vilify your reaction mm-hmm. and I really yes. don't appreciate that because no. why are we here in the first place yeah because you slept with someone else mm-hmm. because you were texting that girl like I'm um, you know if, if you're in a relationship you made a deal um and, and you can't get annoyed I mean when I say slept with someone else and like whatever I'm talking about when you're on and off with someone because you're mm-hmm. about to break up with them which is always the way <laughs> um and okay, there's not really any rules there, but it's still hurtful. It hurts. And if you're gonna bring it up, I don't know what what you want me to say. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what kind of a reaction do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Actually, remember something. I forgot to tell the story. Of, you know, um, with friends. Um, oh yeah. Like uh, when a boyfriend like isn't scared to exhibit conflict with when meeting a girlfriend's friend yeah so i was the friend once oh really yeah okay so the first time i met my friend's boyfriend um it was like in the summer we went on a nice walk it was really cute i thought that he seemed really nice funny and she described him really well so i didn't have any negative preconceptions of him at all going in um, we went on a dog walk, so I brought my boyfriend's dog, who was still a puppy at the time, um, and they had, um, he had his, like, family dog um, that he now looked after solely. Um, he was, like, seven, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was different. I have never had a dog before, and I kind of said before I went, like, is he going to help me with the dog? Like, she was like, oh, he's really good with dogs. Yeah, he'll definitely help you. I was like, are you sure? Because she's a puppy and she's still learning, like, mm-hmm. when to come back. Like, she was like little I picked her up yeah. with one hand so that's how small she was Aww. so yeah um but she was crazy <laughs> she um, it. yeah but she like had no commands apart yeah. from sit um so I wanted to keep her on the lead and I wanted to I only wanted to let her off if it was like an open field and with no one around anyway I didn't know where we were going where we were going for a walk um and I was like, oh, is it okay to let her off now? Because we were just like going down this this country path with no one around. He was like, yeah, that's fine. I didn't know that we were about to walk into like a bit of a lake. 
Mm. Um, that had loads of people there. And she like ran into the lake and then ran around loads of people. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Um, and cause he'd like gone into, he like walked ahead with his dog and went into the water. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh my God. And then he shouted over at me, control your dog. And I was like, <laughs> rude. <laughs> How you at me? I, yeah. mean, I mean, my friend stepped in and was like, you need to shout. Yeah. And like, <laughs> she stood up for me. I was just like, I've just met you. I've come on the premises that like, I thought that you were gonna help me with my dog. Yeah. You said that you would, you'll know where to be seen. In it, and you didn't know the park. Like, yeah. you didn't know where you were. You didn't warn me. Mm. I, on the, I kept her on the lead from that point on until we went somewhere quieter and she was fine. But like, warn me, let me know. You don't have to shout at me. But and it's just so rude like to even make that comment as well. Like it was a one-off walk pretty much. Like, I know. so I don't know why he didn't just like, bite his tongue and just yeah but not say anything the confidence yeah. to say that and it's like you're not my dad as well don't tell me off in it god i think some guys like to come across as like a bit um intimidating or aggressive because mm. it makes them feel more masculine <laughs> like mm. yeah and they're more like they've got more authority but really you just look like a dickhead like you're yeah just, you're just mean yeah you're just mean. it's not nice and like that's not nice for your girlfriend who had to no, shout at you exactly, in front of someone else. Exactly, because now you're causing conflict with your girlfriend by causing conflict with me. Yeah. Um, and I think as well, bear in mind, we, we weren't close together. So he shouted loud enough for everyone to hear. And he shouted far. Like ah, he so was he in the lake so and was I like was a on bit land. of a scene as well. Yeah. And they were shouting back and forth after that. <laughs> she was just like sticking up for me. She was like, you don't need to shout yeah um don't talk to me like that and mm. stuff and don't talk to her like that um and i was just thinking okay my perception of you has completely changed yeah like, um it's hard to approve of like your friend's partner after that when i say beefy <laughs> so beefy, <laughs> beefy. <laughs> yeah beefy like when they're just like causing beef oh i see okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway just i forgot about that little anecdote yeah but, yeah, yeah. If you feel confident enough to cause conflict with your partners, friends, think again and think why you don't care enough about your partner's feelings to be yeah. able to ruin a good thing. Just have a bit of shame. Bite your tongue. I know, it's not hard. Yeah, not everyone needs to hear your opinion, okay? We don't want to hear it's it. It's not that important. No, really isn't. <laughs> no. So, yeah, my next one is um, mansplaining. Big red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, my example was, um, okay, if you're a guy that does this in the gym, can you stop? Because when you're, um, working out and you mind your own business and maybe your, um, form is different to someone else's because you want to work different muscles and you know what you're doing. Okay. And a man just comes up to you and goes, you can't, you shouldn't do it like that. Or they'll go... Oh, that's a bit heavy on your arms. Yeah. Or, oh, do you want to do you want to lift weights? Like, yeah. Like I had my my dad said that to me actually. I was like, um, I'm going to the gym. He's like, oh, what do you do at the gym? I was like, oh, just free weights. He was like, you don't want to lift too many weights though, because then you get you to, get hands. You're gonna yeah, get muscly. Get to, I know. Look, I feel like loads of people, loads of my friends have told me that their dads have said something similar as well. It's annoying. Or their mums. Maybe it's that generation. Yeah. They don't like women that want to be in the gym lifting weights but on, so they think it makes you more masculine but it doesn't the, it, weightlifting can give you such a feminine physique it's actually be the best way of losing and burning fat um if you want to build muscle you have to eat the protein that goes with it yeah it takes so much protein to be able to build your muscles like a bodybuilder yeah if you think that's going to happen to me because i've lifted up some dumbbells you're stupid yeah <laughs> and I just hate that, like, some guys, they'll want, they want you to go to the gym because they want you to build a fat badonk donk. But, <laughs> like, but they don't want you to have, like, a little bit of biceps. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to have a fat ass, but they don't want you to have a little bit of um, triceps, you know, a little bit of yeah, definition. It's not, it's not what they envision. No, that, you look like a man now. Yeah, it's too masculine for them. Yeah. Are you joking? You're going to look like a man. You're going <laughs> to... You think biceps are just for the boys? <laughs> you think biceps are just for the boys? That makes no sense. I wouldn't have been born with them otherwise. I know, isn't it? Dumbass. Yeah. Dumbass. Um, if I want to be strong, 
mind your business okay because yeah, it actually really does help you as well um, when getting older if you've been lifting weights and practicing um breath control when lifting weights and doing a push pull um routine then by the time you get older especially if you're going to be giving birth as well because it really helps with um like building core strength when you're doing a lot of like overhead lifts and things like that um there's just so many it's, benefits. It's going to help you in the long term. So why are you trying to ruin that for me? Isn't it? Why don't you <laughs> care about Yeah. <laughs> so judgmental. Yeah, yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Let me live my life. Isn't it? Um, but mansplaining can be in a capacity of things. We went for dinner last night. Was it last night we went for dinner? No, two, night, two nights ago. Um, and one of our friends was telling us that she went on a date. Um, and he ordered for them both. Like on a first date as well. On a first date, yeah, bro, it's what a bit you much. Like I understand if um, so, like a guy is inviting you to a date, like to this restaurant that you've never been to before. You don't really know the menu. You don't know what you want to have, and then he'll just order for you as a courtesy. But like, I don't get that either. No, no, but like as long as you're okay with it, like you say something along the lines of, "Oh, can you choose for me?" Okay, yeah, it's fine. At, at my request. Yeah, exactly. But I'll be at your request. request that. <laughs> I'll take my damn time, even if I'm. It takes me half an hour because I've never seen this menu before and it's all in Italian. Yeah, and you're asking to wait the waiter all the questions. <laughs> and is this a rich sauce? Is it creamy? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'll take my time to get the details yeah. myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because if you're gonna up. Uh, if someone actually said that to me, if someone sat opposite me, looked me in the eye, and then looked looked at me and then glazed over my eyes, looked at the waiter and goes, she'll have the... No! I know, that's no. so bad, I know. She'll have the... Just making decisions for everyone. And Ew. they'll get it wrong for me as well, because I have so it, many dietary requirements. That's true, she'll yes. She'll have the um, pepperoni pizza. I don't eat red meat, I don't eat gluten, yeah. I don't eat dairy, so and now shut the fuck up. you look bad as well, because <laughs> it's not impressive. No one's impressed. <laughs> like, you've actually ruined the date. <laughs> She'll have the assembly uh, telly. <laughs> and I'm really proud of the assembly <laughs> like, I know, they're like, I am so alpha. Like, yeah, like, you're welcome. You're gonna love it. I got my own son. Oh my god, I hate it. I saw this TikTok and um, this girl basically videoed like little bits of the date that she went on. Oh my god. And um, yeah, when the waiter came, he said something along the lines of like, Oh yeah, and she's gonna have this. And she stopped him and she was like, Oh no, I wanna have this. And she and he was like, But I said that you're gonna have this. Big red flag because if someone's trying to control what you eat as well, they yeah. don't let you make decisions for yourself. Um and then they get pissy, like they get annoyed at you. Because you wanna make your own decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yourself. weird. It's just weird. It's really weird. You How are you gonna run. have a problem with someone's decision making for themselves why is it going to bother you so much as to what i put in my mouth in it and digest yeah now you're looking for problems <laughs> moving swiftly on exactly <laughs> okay i think this is your one now oh yeah um so my one is um if someone doesn't have any ambition it's a red flag but also on the other end of the scale i feel like if someone has like too much of like a hustler mentality like you know they follow millionaire mindset on Instagram you know those kind of pages and they post photos on their Instagram story about oh I grind 24 7 you know you can't trust anyone this is a long journey and meanwhile you're on minimum wage like like you're not you haven't started a business but you're talking about grinding and all of this stuff it's all talk it's all talk and you didn't even get like good (laughs) a-levels No, it's no shade. It's no shade, right? It's no shade to, like, the people who, like, didn't get good A-levels or are doing minimum wage or whatever. It's when you're talking about grind, but you actually actively avoided getting good A-levels. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you went out of your way to, like... Not go to to college. Yeah. Like, you actually didn't care to pass. Yeah. You were just there for the bumps. Yeah. But you're talking about grinding. Okay, mm. people can change their mentality. Maybe you were stupid when you were 16, you'd grown up at 24 and gone, that was stupid. I want to really hustle now and get myself um, to where I am. And maybe posting these motivational memes um, are making you feel like you're, hel- you're holding yourself to account and now you're telling everyone that you're going to do this and that's forcing you to gonna have to do it. Yeah. Um, but if you're not doing it... <laughs> yeah, or if... You, yeah, when you just talk the talk so much because yeah. you want to just impress... 
your day. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. If it's the first date and they're like, "Well, I got this business." Yeah. Me and my friend are gonna start this. And and I'm actually an actor on the side, and I've got a side hustle. I sell shoes, and (laughs) you know, like all of this. I actually clean shoes my um, (laughs) weekends, but I don't sleep because. Oh yeah, sleepers for the week. I run events. Yeah, Um, I'm busy. I'm a busy guy. My schedule is booked. Yeah. So you might think that I work at McDonald's, but (laughs) you're mistaken. Five businesses. That's just a temporary thing, you know. <laughs> Actually, run five businesses. Yeah. Just because you set up the Facebook page and the Instagram page for your businesses does not mean that you run five businesses. No. You can't no. just leave them stagnant. And yeah. Think that they're yours still. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Active. Come on. But then on the other end, like you were saying that you went on a date with someone and they just. They finished uni like a year ago and they still didn't have a job. They still weren't doing anything. Well, he didn't finish uni. He dropped out of uni. Oh. Which is fine. Some people think, you know what? This is not for me after this. Like, I, I gotta go. Um, and they want to just go straight to work. I know so many people that have done that and have done really well for themselves. Um, and, you know, not everyone's going to peak in their 20s. But this guy, um, like, he smoked all day. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't care. He did not care. Like... He lived at home with his parents, um, and he didn't have a plan to change that. No. In, um, like, any time soon at all. He was fine with it. Um, And I felt like, you know, it's one thing to be in that position living at home. Maybe you're not in the job that you want long term, but you don't even have an idea Mm -hmm. or a passion. Mm. Even just, like, a a passion that's not even going to give you monetary gain. You don't have, like, a drive to do something for yourself. Mm-hmm. that's so unattractive yeah exactly and it's like how fun is your relationship gonna be if you feel like you're the one that's like really ambitious and you're motivated to work or to start like passion projects mm. but then your partner just doesn't want to do anything yeah I and mean, then you feel like you're almost carrying the both of you because you're yeah. the one I feel like as well, it can make you sometimes feel like you're trying to go at 100 miles an hour. Maybe you need to slow down because yeah, maybe yeah. you're doing too much. Yeah. You know? But then as well, like, you might not mind it for, like, the for the moment right now. Maybe you're young and you're still figuring life out as well. But how is it the relationship actually going to look like in a few years when they still haven't yeah. started doing anything? You don't want to... You don't want a, a baby daddy to be a bum. Like, yeah. You don't want a bum as a baby daddy. <laughs> yeah, you really don't. But you listen to TLC. Yeah. Have you? No scrubs, please. Please don't. <laughs> don't do it. We don't want no scrubs. <laughs> scrubs can't, can't get, get no love, love from me. <laughs> <laughs> so what I said. But yeah, that is important. And that's not superficial, that's just facts. Yeah, exactly. Because some people will be really judgmental and say like, Oh, it's really shallow that you you don't want someone that's like not got any money or they're not doing I mean, like. I think it's about money though. It's about yeah. your drive. Yeah, and your work ethic. Yeah. Last one. Yeah. So when they are constantly falling out with their friends, or they have no friends left because they've fallen out with all of them, or <laughs> well, they yeah. just can't make any. Yeah, and then I feel like it's a red flag because then what are they gonna? bring into your life like what positive things are they going to bring to your life yeah. if not even their friends want to be around them like maybe they've they've pushed their friends away um mm. maybe they're a little bit toxic and yeah do you want to be around that i think in the same breath some people struggle to make friends people aren't social um and as harsh as it sounds that's not going to work for me you know i had social anxiety growing up i think we were both quite shy growing up yeah and um we you just have to push yourself out of your comfort zone sometimes because you need a base. And, like, I can't... I've dated someone that's had, like, crippling shyness and it Mm -hmm. didn't work for me. Like, I can't... I need someone that's going to pull me out more. I mean, if you met my boyfriend now, he is literally, like, walking, talking confidence. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, And I need that because um, it pushes me to be more confident. It pushes me to um, meet more people um, that... I've actually, the people that I've met, um, even the last year, have, have become some of my closest friends. And yeah. if I wasn't outgoing, they would all cease to exist to me. And yeah. that's such a miserable life, like, I know. to not have the, be able to make those connections. Um, and it's sad that some people feel like they can't um, go out there and be social. Um, but 
I just, it's not a it's just not an attraction. I feel like if, if you struggle in that lane um, and you're not willing to want to do anything about it. Yeah. I, yeah. I also think as well, like if you don't have a lot of friends, but you want to be in a relationship, you can end up being so codependent. Yeah. Um, you can end up being really needy with your partner and maybe your yeah. partner has friends, but you might, because if you don't have your own friends, you might be getting jealous of the time that your partner spe spends with their friends. Mm. And then that's not really a very healthy dynamic because no. um, you're always searching for your partner to fill any voids. Mm -hmm. um and to be your source of socialization but you mm -hmm. need friends like it's so important to have friends um of course if you struggle with social anxiety like yeah that's obviously a struggle and it's difficult but for people that don't have social anxiety and they don't have friends because they're just a bad person yeah, yeah yeah like work on that because yeah. it's not going to be nice to be in a relationship with you yeah no it's true it's, it's harsh yeah but I agree and I think every time that we have actually met anyone's boyfriend of all our friends including our own exes who have had issues with falling out with their friends like my ex like uh, yeah. he would fall out with or one of my exes I should say would fall out with his friends constantly people did not like him he had a bad name for himself because he would snake people out he would mm. lie to people um he would step on people to get to where he wanted lo and behold he was a sneaky person <laughs> to date like it's yeah but mirror if they don't have morals when it comes to their friendship like they don't have friendship morals then they're not gonna be any better in relationships yeah. so yeah because those are the people that they are supposed to be the closest to yeah um and they're just meeting you so the people that they are supposed to have more respect for than you, if they're treating them like shit, on the, yeah. like dog shit on your shoe, yeah. um, and you know, you've just come along, expect to be treated the same way because they clearly don't care mm -hmm. and they don't value people's time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, people, respect, basic respect for people. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> a massive tell. If someone struggles to make friends or constantly falls out with their friends, um, you know, you look at the nucleus. Yeah. <laughs> they are the problem. Yes, exactly. Am I the drama? Am I the drama? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are. Yes. Final one. This one. Yes. Okay, so th <laughs> this one is the one that Samara said, but I fully agree with it as well. Yeah. So it's a red flag when they're insecure about you watching porn or using sex toys or masturbating because... And this <laughs> is coming from a female perspective. Yeah. Predominantly when you have, um, and you're in a heterosexual relationship and your boyfriend, partner, husband has a problem with you seeking sexual gratification from yourself. Yeah, and we were saying this before, like how dare they um, yeah. try to Control. Get, get in the way of like the intimacy that I have for myself. Yeah. Like, how dare you? What are you doing? Isn't it? This is a, a massive thing within um, female culture as well. It's a massive issue that so many women don't explore themselves enough yes. and they really struggle to find sexual confidence yeah. um, and enjoy having sex with their partners enjoy finding pleasure with um when they're being intimate with their husbands yeah like people that they've been close to and are comfortable with um but when it comes to those intimate moments they struggle because they're not in touch with themselves i know and it's it's because it, we're shamed way more yes. than men like the societal shaming is so bad that some women like they just won't masturbate because mm. of like the way boys were at school they'd be teasing about it there's just so mm. much stigma about female pleasure and then I just hear I've heard so many stories of women who like they've never had an orgasm on their own and then they get into relationships with men and they end up having sex and not only is it not good but they don't know how it can be good like they don't yeah. they so they just live with it they're just constantly unsatisfied yeah. and it's really sad and then for your yeah. boyfriend to be the one that isn't helping you reach the potential of pleasure that you can yeah it's really a shame yeah, yeah it's sad in, in fact they're encouraging um for you to to stay in this box um of, of ignorance with yeah. your own body yes um, it is yeah and ignorance. if you have a problem with a woman um you know maybe a woman is familiar with their own body does have intimate moments with themselves regularly 
um, and has done um, before you met them. And now you've met them and you have a problem with them doing that whilst you're in a relationship with them. Um, First of all, we've discussed this before, but if someone was doing something for themselves that doesn't cause any sort of mistrust um, or disrespect the relationship, then it's not your place to change that for them. Yeah. Second of all, you're insecure. Big time. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, how are you insecure? Is it because you think that... The, like when she's masturbating she's thinking about someone else or watching porn well, I think that a lot of guys think correct me if I'm wrong but I think a lot of guys think if she can do it for herself like why am I here yeah you know it's like sex is for the both of us now mm. um, and if she does it on her own then it's a bit disrespectful for me because it makes me feel like oh well I'm no good like if, if I was good enough she wouldn't need to do that that's messed up though because guys love talking about wanking like they do it all the time so there's this is another thing that's like prevalent in society like there's so much room for a man's sexuality but then there's like no space left for a woman's sexuality Mm. um and it's just wrong that's not how it should be yeah and this incorrect narrative that women just don't get horny yeah the same level or degree or that men have like a higher libido and they want to have sex more. No. Come on. <laughs> and people keep throwing evolution in my face. It's a oh. theory, first of all. All yeah. of this, like, um, the connection between um, sex and evolution um, and men's relationship with sex and women's relationship with sex has all stemmed from evolution. No, it's, for me, it's a narrative that's being pushed in society as to why um, men are more sexually liberated than women. And that whole narrative, it benefits men because it gives yes. them an excuse to be dogs. <laughs> like, yes, it gives them this an whole excuse. boys will be boys. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, men are visual creatures. That's why they're always looking at other women. They're always attracted yeah. by other women. Or like, no. if you look at dogs and cats, like they're taught to spread their seed and like, you know, yeah. because they can have multiple children at once. So evolution says, no, no. Yeah. That is not a reason to cheat and to shame a woman on um, feeling like they want more sex. Yes. Like, yeah. that's not a reason to um, sort of park a woman back in their own lane, so to speak. Like, it, I've, I've heard it so many times, and I'm sick of people throwing that theory, because it's a theory. You know. It's not fact mm-hmm. um, in your face, and making it, make out, making out like it's, you can't go away from it. This is just how it is. This is just science, like... No, you're just pushing it. You're pushing it. Yeah. And because I'm telling you, because this is what's really annoying. I'm telling you how I feel. You can't argue with that. Yeah. And you're just (laughs) disregarding it because you think you know how women feel. Yeah. (laughs) How are you telling me? Every single woman in the world, you know exactly what they want. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) Unattractive. Or as well, like when men generalize about men and say like, um, men don't need an emotional connection to have sex. Like yeah. we're just these sexual creatures. Well, I'm I'm sure there are plenty of men that really do need an emotional connection yeah. to be intimate like that. No, like it's true. You're not just all the same. Everyone no. is their own individual. And again, people justify it through general please evolution. Please just do have some conversations. That's the best research you can do. Yeah. Stop going on these like phony websites that have like seven different kinds of ads for cat food and <laughs> thinking that that's going to be um, a respectable place and source for all your information and spewing out these fake facts and telling me, making me feel like I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. You're yeah. coming with stuff that you've read on the internet. Is Anyone it? can put something on the internet. Exactly. Oh. So annoying. Uh, well, that's <laughs> on this topic. I just want to mention the thing about like you know when men say um, was it about the shot? Was it no the key? <laughs> oh my god, the lock and key theory. <laughs> the lock and key theory. Get in the bin. Like, literally, I, I hate that so much. <laughs> no, it really triggers me. But you know, there's a counter argument to it. So like, obviously, guys say like a key that can unlock many locks is a good key, it's but a master it, key is a master key. But a lock that can be unlocked by, by Loads of keys is shit. Well, uh, uh, wait, let me remember it correctly. A sharpener that is good at sharpening loads of pencils is a good sharpener. But a pencil that has been sharpened too much is just a tiny little <laughs> pencil. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny pencil. A tiny little pencil that Aww. nobody wants. Yeah. 
Um, no, it's true. Uh, again, double standards. Can't, mm-hmm. I'm not here for it. Um, because, okay, so you're in a relationship. If you get into a relationship with someone that maybe says something along those lines on your first or second date, um, and you're thinking, well, it won't really matter about what he thinks about sex because, you know, we're together and we're not going to be sleeping around with a bunch of people, so it won't really count. But that mindset can be reflected into how you're intimate with each other. Your, um, I suppose, roles um, when you're being intimate. Um, and also just your roles um, when you're going out and about with your friends. And mm. um, maybe he feels like he's got a certain view of all men. And so he feels like you have responsibility to um, be a certain way. Yeah. Um, or he feels like, you know, he knows you through and through. He knows what women are like. He knows that women aren't as sexual. So, um, you know, you don't need as much um focus or attention you don't really need foreplay you don't need Mm. it because you're not really like your libido is nowhere near as much as mine like yeah so put put the porn away you don't need a vibrator that's really insulting to me you have me (laughs) yeah yeah that is what it is yeah 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 Yeah. like they want to be as good as a vibrator but i'm sorry like (laughs) can't provide the same effect a newsflash is not all about you i know isn't it yeah it's not about you Mm. (laughs) yeah (laughs) No. no, no. Just buy your girl a vibrator. <laughs> she will thank you. <laughs> and if you're triggered by this conversation, then you're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think we've gone through. I mean, we have plenty more. Yeah, let us, more. let us know if you enjoyed hearing about um, our favorite red flags. <laughs> favorite red flags. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, let us know if you enjoyed um, the red flags. I know most of you guys voted for this one um, on our Instagram. So um, look out again on our TikTok because we yeah. post clips. Um, and we're going to be posting a bit more content, just personal content, because we know that you guys kind of want to get to know us a bit more. Yeah. Also, just want to reiterate um, the giveaway that we've got. Um, so we're on episode eight. Yeah. And um, we're going to be announcing the winner in episode 10 and entries close by episode nine. So you've got to get those entries in to yes. make sure that you can be possible winner of a yeah, gift for doing 50 absolutely pounds. nothing yes 50 pounds <laughs> asos gift voucher yeah until next time it's okay to be clueless yeah! <laughs>